from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Welcome to America Works, excerpts from longer interviews with contemporary workers throughout the United States, recorded by researchers for the library's American Folklife Center as part of its Occupational Folklife Project. And this America Work episode features excerpts from a longer interview with electrician and journey wire woman Kim Spicer. Spicer is a proud member of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, IBEW Local 3 in Queens, New York. Kim talks about how she tried numerous other, less fulfilling jobs before apprenticing to become an electrician, and she loves it. In this interview, she talks about her training, some of the tasks and skills involved in her work, her daily on-the-job routines, and the challenges of being a woman in a traditionally male trade. Kim was interviewed as part of the Archie Green Fellowship Project Illuminating History, Union Electricians in New York City. This oral history project was made possible through an Archie Green Fellowship from the American Folklife Center. The award enabled members of the IBEW, in collaboration with Empire State College's Harry Van Arsdell Center for Labor Studies, to document the occupational biographies of some two dozen of their co-workers. This is going to be my 10th year. I came in in two, um, 2007, but I got initiated to uh, 2008. Do you remember your first day? Yes. Yes, I do. They had me on, I think it was a six-foot ladder, with the, the huge chopping gun, with the huge bit, chopping through a wall. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this done. And I blew right through that wall, and, I, and that was it. I was, he was like, wow, that's a big hole. And I'm like, you told me <laughs> to do this, and that's what I did. And yeah, that job was, yeah, that, that was a fun job. I had so many jobs before I became an electrician because I didn't like anything that I did. I was a dental assistant before I, I came in. I did it, and as soon as I got into clinical rotation, I knew it wasn't for me because I could not deal with working with people and listen to them complain about something that if they had taken care of their teeth, <laughs> they wouldn't have these issues. So it just drove me insane. The only thing that I liked doing was like fabricating things and working with my hands and staying in the lab. I would see these signs about uh, new non-traditional employment for women everywhere. So when I called up and they were like, yeah, come in and came in, took the test. I got into a class and they tried to make me become a carpenter because I was really good. And I'm like, I didn't come here for that. I don't want to be a carpenter. <laughs> That's easy. I was like, I want to do something challenging. How did you learn? Well, you know what? I was always handy. Like someone posted on Facebook, their first tool was they showed a butter knife to take things out. And I'm like, no, we had tools at my house, like screwdrivers, pliers and everything, you know. All, and I did all this stuff before I got in. So I was always comfortable with tools and using tools. Even when I got into college, I was like bending my boxes and make, you know, forming the metal and everything on my own. So I was always comfortable. But I don't know, it might be something I got from my dad because I'm really, really handy and comfortable with, you know, certain things, except for confined spaces and like insects. Like, you know, like I said, I was always handy. So 
when, when I was younger, I would tell them like, you know, things to do or whatever. I would try to help them I'm like, you know, I could do it. And they're like, oh no. And I'm like, okay. So the guy comes over, he puts in like a, a, a deadbolt lock with, you know, that turns and he put it in the wrong way. So he's trying to shut the door and it's not shutting. And before I could stop him, because I saw what he was doing, he took his foot and he kicked the door. And I was like, no, you idiot. What are you doing? I was like, we're stuck in here now. What do you mean? I'm like, these are the projects. This is a, a, a steel door. You just shoved another piece of metal in between it. We can't get out. We couldn't get out. So thank goodness my friend was on the second floor. Called somebody up. They had to kick the door in. But before that, I convinced him to wrap a sheet around himself to lower himself down to the first floor. And I almost like he had his head out the window and one leg. And these guys came by and they were like, what are you doing? I was like, damn. I wanted him to go out that window so bad for getting us stuck in there. I was so mad. <laughs> I always wanted to tie bed sheets together and go out of a window, but not personally, because I know you'll die. But I was going to send this fool out there because <laughs> he got us stuck in that apartment. Have you ever felt unsafe at a job site? Yes. Yes, because it's electrical, so it's either you feel unsafe, depending on who you're working with, mm -hmm. because you could have a dangerous partner. There are a lot of reckless people out there. You know, there's a lot of old timers that do reckless things. There's a lot of young people that do reckless things. There's a lot of people that aren't healthy that do reckless things. I had a friend once tell me how, you know, we're electricians. We don't, we don't walk, you know, we don't climb down off of ladders. We jump. And he jumped on a screw. And that screw had to be unscrewed out of his foot. That's, you know, that's reckless behavior, you know, not testing things. Or people just, you know, there's a certain way you carry tubing or conduit pipe, you know, you're supposed to carry when you're walking, you know, up so this way you don't poke somebody in the eye or hit them, you know, a certain way you got to watch where you're swinging. You got to know, you know, your swing radius and everything to make sure you don't hurt anyone with, you know, your tools. But yeah, they're, they're people, they just don't have any consideration for others. And that's what other trades too. You got to watch out for everybody. Has your job ever felt creative to you? Yes. 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 Yes, especially like when I was in the Oculus and we had a ceiling that was, it was like, it looked kind of like, like a geometrical thing. Like these carpenters were fantastic, but we had to get into that ceiling. I'm like, okay, now I got to bend pipe and make this work. So I'm like, I'm, I'm bending the pipe and I'm doing like racks, but nothing is square. So you're trying to measure, but it's hard to measure. But then it's like, you got to go by sight. Cause I'm like, I'm, I, I'm, I was an apprentice. I learned everything has to be straight even, leveled, beautiful. A typical day is waiting forever for the elevator, which works perfectly fine. You don't need an engineer to press the button for you. Uh, we're just mostly going around like this building should have been done by now. So we're just, it's like, almost like punch list things. Like there's things that are missing that should have been there. Like we were troubleshooting this wire for, for a day. Couldn't find it. So of course the foreman, he finally comes around. He was like, you know what, try that box right there. So I climb up like a 12 foot ladder, open it up and I'm like, why didn't he come here yesterday and say, try this box while we're going upstairs, opening up panels, trying to tug on these wires and everything. No one has a toner and it's like, it was just madness. Well, my current coworker is awesome, Inez. I've been lucky in this industry so far where I've been with a lot of women. Like as a first year, I was with Dow Electric and I ended up on a deck job, which was another nightmare, but I learned a lot. I, there were two female electricians, it was Luz and Stella. We had like 
two female fitters, two female carpenters, plumbers, surveyors. Every trade had at least two or three females. So I'm like, I'm on a job with a bunch of women. We had bathrooms everywhere, you know, because the bathroom situation is a whole nother thing. For some reason, ever since I was a first year apprentice, they like putting me on the bull gang, which is the people that like pull the wire or, you know, set up these big wire pulls, like, you know, 600s, like big. But I got it done, so I guess they saw that I had some sort of strength and they kept putting me on it. What does it mean to be a, a union uh, electrician, a union member? It's, 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 it's prideful because, you know, it shows that, well, if you're A, that you went through everything. You went through that five and a half year hazing of, you know, of getting coffee and, and deliveries and all the craziness. And, you know, you just, you know, you just feel really accomplished. And, you know, it's like a brotherhood, sisterhood. You just start noticing things like you're in Whole Foods and you're like, wow, that's, they did the fire alarm really well. You know, it's just like, you know, you see everything and, you know, it's, you just notice the littlest things now. It's like, oh, excuse me. I like to I like to build and create things. So I get inspired, like, you know, maybe one of these days I'm gonna do something really cool, like, you know, today, like make something work. Or you know, I love a challenge. You've been listening to electrician and journey wire woman Kim Spicer of Queens, New York. She was interviewed on behalf of the American Folklife Center by fellow electrician and International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers member Jamie Lopez and the artist and documentarian Satari Arashli. To hear the complete interview with Kim Spicer, as well as hundreds of other interviews with contemporary American workers, please visit us online at www.loc.gov forward slash folklife or just search for Occupational Folklife Project. On behalf of the American Folklife Center, this is folklorist Nancy Gross. Thank you for listening to America Works. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.